Welcome to episode 21 of the Diary of an Entrepreneur podcast, a brutally honest account of growing a business from the ground up. You'll hear deep insight while we are actually growing the business. My name is Danny Lacey and I'm the CEO and founder of a content marketing business in the UK with 16 staff, clients all over the country and revenue closing in on £1 million. And there's much more free business content over at dannylacey.business. Right, in this episode, I'm going to talk about how important it is to have a business mentor someone who's been there and wearing the t-shirt having grown a successful business and for the first time i have a guest on the show and it is my business mentor john morgan right before we get into that i've said it before on previous podcasts being a business owner is a very very lonely place you have a very few people that you can talk to about what it is that you're going through as you're growing a business, people that would truly understand what you are going through. Yes, you'll have support from your family and close friends, but they will never fully understand what you will be going through as you grow your business. There's also the accountability factor. So you're the boss, the book stops with you. You're the one making all the decisions. So who do you answer to beyond your clients? Who's pushing you to help you be a better business owner or entrepreneur? That's why I decided many years ago now to find me a business mentor, someone who's built a large-scale business and successful business, someone who can see and understand what I'm trying to achieve as a business owner and who can help keep me accountable. I needed someone who wasn't just going to stroke my ego and tell me I'm doing a great job all the time. I needed someone who was willing to push me to do better, to put my weaknesses up in lights, so to speak, a reminder of the areas that I need to improve in. And I thought this would make for an interesting episode or two on the podcast. I wanted you guys to meet my business mentor um, for us to share some knowledge and experience. Now, this episode will focus on the importance of having a business mentor. And then in the next episode, and this is the bit that scares me ever so slightly, is I'm asking John to share three areas where I could improve as a CEO, and I wanted him to be brutally honest. And that's coming up in the next episode. So first of all, it's time for us to meet John Morgan, who's in the studio with me right now. Uh, so first, John, hi. Thank, hi, you, for, hi, thank, thank you for agreeing you, no, to do this. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Danny. Uh, let's start with a bit of background. For just, just tell us a little bit about, about you, who you are, and, and just give us a bit of a, bit of a flavor around uh, your, your experiences. Well, I've been in the industry for a long, I've been in the marketing communications industry for a long time. Um, I've worked both on the agency and client side, and I've I ran a, a large independent marketing agency in Leeds for over 20 years. Um, and I've had a number of different other agency jobs as well as client and brand jobs. So I've got, I've got a kind of mongrel experience, but uh, I've got a reasonable experience in terms of running businesses and people and, and, and profitability and things like that. And why do you think having a business mentor is um, is important in your in your eyes? All right. Okay. The first thing I, I would say is that being a CEO of any business uh, can, uh, as you sort of pointed out earlier, it can, can be a really lonely place. Um, and um, being a, a CEO also of an independent video content agency, which you founded yourself, will be equally challenging and, as I said, lonely. The other thing is that you you are growing a team. Um, 
who are always, always looking to you for the answers and for the solutions. So whether that's on a big pitch, whether that's what our IT policy and infrastructure should be, what our working from home policy could be, all the way down to, for example, what sort of brand of water should you have in client meetings when clients come along? In other words, it's a completely 360 degree role. Um, and with the greatest respect to anyone, no one can have all the answers all the time. Um, I think a, a good mentor is somebody who has has got hands-on experience of managing a business, people running companies, across any sector in truth, to be honest. Um, and I think the key thing is they need to be a good listener. They need to listen as, and not always want to force and push their ideas on you. So they should listen as opposed to tell. A good mentor facilitates you to make the right decisions by listening, questioning and guiding, as opposed to telling you what they would have, what they would do or what they have done in the past. And the other thing is that if, if when you're talking to the, you, the person that you're talking to as, as a mentor, um, if you if you are you know you're sharing some of your issues and challenges around what keeps you awake at night by talking, it's a bit like talking into a mirror. And as much as that, the more that you're talking to me about specific things, you're actually getting to that solution yourself. Um, it's really bizarre, but you you can sense that. By, by doing that and going through it in your head with somebody that's totally independent and it's something different, you kind of get to the answer yourself. Not all the time, but you do. And, and, and also in doing that, hopefully I prompt you in terms of finding what the answer could be. The other thing is, and this is, I think this is really, really important, um, yeah, having a mentor allows you to let off steam on issues in a really safe environment and really essentially get things off your chest. The mentor is independent and should also be impartial. We're not, they're not a senior colleague, they're not a family member, they're not a partner who will, could potentially be biased towards you. A good mentor will listen either, and, and either at that time or shortly afterwards come back to you having thought about it with what you think or what I would think that the right uh, solution for the business would be. And the other key thing is that the, the relationship has to be based on absolute trust on both sides and also that I should have absolutely no secrets about your business. You should completely be transparent with me, what's and all, so that you know I absolutely understand the business. And the other important thing is, is as well as understanding the business, you've got to understand. You've got to understand and get to know the individual. You've got to see the individual's strengths, weaknesses, what you can push them a lot on, what you can't push them on, what they don't like to be pushed on, and and you you just build up a relationship. And and as, you know, and it, it seems to work for us really well. Um, the other thing is that because I'm one step removed, I can be potentially more clinical about the sensitive issues. Nobody likes getting involved with people issues in terms of hiring and firing. But if you can apply logic and take the emotion out of it to, sen to the sensitive situations, it just, it just makes you think about things in a different light, I believe. Um, clearly, a mentor has no executive authority in the business but should always have the best interests of the business as the number one priority. And where necessary, must challenge you on the key issues and actually hold you to account. But not in a, why have you not done this? And why haven't you done that? And why haven't you done that? It's more around just encouraging you to grasp whatever the nettles are and, and spur you on to sort them out without having a big stick and battering you with it. So in other words, they're just, they're just a more subtle way of doing it, but it's a strong challenge based on whatever the issues are. And the other thing is that in the majority of businesses, the chief executives are surrounded by employees 
most of whom will do as you ask. They rarely challenge you. Um, this is still the case with many CEOs who actually encourage feedback and challenge. The role of the mentor is to challenge you. And the other thing is that a lot of CEOs or managing directors, they're not used to being challenged. They don't like it. They're just used to people you know, doing what they say. So therefore, the, the, the challenge that I would take forward would be that it wouldn't be confrontational. It would be more around questioning the directions and the decisions that you're contemplating and sense checking that you've really thought it through and absolutely in the best interest of the business. And, and in some cases, you know, share my own thoughts and ideas. You know, I've got a lot of experience. And there's a lot to be said for experience, but there's a lot of negative stuff about experience as well because you potentially carry some baggage. But it's my, my view would be to, to, to strongly challenge, but not in a confrontational way, to try and get a discussion going to see also if you really, really believe what you want to do is right and why you want to do that. Um, and I should try and provide wise counsel, reassurance and solid advice the key thing for me, though, is it's listening and gently helping and guiding, never, ever telling, never, ever telling, um, because that's just, I just don't think that's the right way to do it. Um, and also, in, in some cases, um, try and, you know, come at it from a neutral perspective and also, you know, give a, an alternative point of view where necessary. Some really good points in there. Going to be back with John very, very shortly. Just going to interrupt this to tell you about if you're enjoying this podcast content, head to my website for much more on growing a business from the ground up. There's video, audio, blog posts, and events where I share my entire entrepreneurial journey, the good, the bad, and everything in between. And make sure you sign up to the mailing list for exclusive content direct to your inbox. Grab your browser, head over to dannylacy.business. Right back to the podcast. I want to pick up on a couple of things that you're saying there because I want to go back to the the really early days of when I was looking um, for a mentor and my mindset then versus where we're at now. So when I was originally looking for a, a business mentor, in my head, what I was thinking was I'm going to find somebody who's going to be able to open doors, uh, tell me what I should be doing and how I should be doing it. And, and so many kind of what feel like materialistic things at that stage. And then when the, the, the relationship began, I quickly discovered that that's not what it's all about. So for anybody thinking about, you know, a mentor's great because they can get in front of people, they've got contacts and all that sort of stuff, which is originally was part of my thought process. But it is so much more than that. And it was quickly evident what that was. And, and we've said it before and I've said it to you before. It's for the most part, it feels like therapy. Yes, it's a confessional. It, 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 that's exactly <laughs> what it is, though. And it's, you know, it, it's from the things like, am I making the right choices? It took me, just to take a step back, it took me a really long time to fully open up. Uh, as it in to, to tell you everything. Because <laughs> as a business owner, I think we, we're a certain breed where we kind of, we, we, we're very reclusive. We keep everything. Yeah, it's, your, it's your train set. It, exactly, yeah. And I don't want to even though I do things like this, I don't really want to hang, hang out the, the dirty laundry, so to speak. So to tell you the state of the business at that time when you became my business mentor uh, and to go through all of that and to, because to, some of it I was less than proud of, as in, you know, obviously I've made some errors here and I haven't, haven't really, all, haven't yeah, exactly. But it took me took me some time. But but the point there is it, 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 it was quickly evident that a business mentor is not what I originally thought it was. It was so much more than that and touches on everything that you've been saying about not telling you what to do and, and not bossing per se, but certainly, you know, just just being cleverly guiding. Guiding, yeah, guiding, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, d- did you have a business mentor when you were starting out? Yeah, I did. I did. I had somebody that I used to see once a month, really enjoyed um, the meetings with them. Um, they were, I guess, they were guiding me. They never told me, used the 50,000 years of experience to tell me that I couldn't do this and I couldn't do that. But but they would just they would just listen to what I was saying. And as I said earlier, as I was saying it, I was thinking, you know what, I, I, think, I've, I think I've got this solution. Um, and then just getting reassurance, but I, I I got loads and loads out of it, and I can't thank the individual enough. It was it was fantastic. Um, what advice would you have for business owners out there who uh, need help in the form of a business mentor, or maybe not necessarily a business mentor, but something else? If you've got any thoughts, no, I think I think you, as as we said earlier, it's it's, it's a really lonely place, or it can be. Um, I think just getting an, getting another head or another set of brains around issues or, or opportunities just to sense check. I think I think just having having another person who is independent, not in your business, not on your payroll, to basically just give you some solid advice either from the head or from the heart because they both sort of sometimes bump into each other, um, and 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 just seek their counsel. I think. And what would you put you on the spot on this one? What would you say the biggest mistakes you see from CEOs um, when it comes to n- people that need a, need a business mentor? What what's the biggest mistakes you you see people okay. make? The biggest mistakes are one ego, two the fact that that they're not prepared to listen to anybody else because they fundamentally believe that that what they are doing and embarking on and wanting to do is is absolutely right, and in some cases it will be right, but it won't always be right. And, and not not sharing or talking to somebody out, outside of the kind of business environment to just sense check what they're what they're doing, but but mostly ego in terms of you know just getting carried away with how things are going and just believing that they're indestructible um, because you never know what's around the corner. I think um, self awareness plays an important role there as well, doesn't it? I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. One yeah. of the things that I mean, I have an ego. But I like to think that it's <laughs> it's under control. Um, but I'm also I like to think I'm self-aware as well, um, and I think that's important for anybody thinking about getting a business mentor is to know where you're at skill-wise and experience-wise, and be open to other ideas that are beyond your own yeah. scope. If that makes sense, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, you you never as I'm saying you're never going to be good at everything all the time. You're just not. What should um, what should a typical? I and mean, we've touched on a few things. Uh, so far, um, but what what should a typical business mentor be doing to help the business owner? And are, are there any things that people should look out for? Because uh, there are a lot of people out there that uh, have less than um, uh, genuine desires to help people. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I think the, the first thing to do is, is 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 when you meet who who's likely to be your mentor, you, you've got to get on with them. You've got to you've got to have you've got to believe that that they've got some. You, you've got to assume that what they say that they've done, they've done. And then you've got to work with them and, and work out actually, you know, they can do all this. They've been in similar situations. It won't be exactly the same, but they'll be really similar. And and I, I trust this individual um, and and value value the input. But but it, 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 is, it, it, is, it is around a relationship and, and believing that you can work with this individual and get something out of that relationship. And, and the other thing is that the relationship should still be two-way. It should never be a one-way relationship because me working with you, Danny, and helping you, I get a lot out of it. I get a hell of a lot out of it. Um, and, and hopefully the, 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 there's a reciprocal thing. But that's why I went back back to say that it has to be based on honesty and me getting to know that individual or whatever. 
And so what made you want to be my business mentor? Because I'm sure you've had people approach you and... Yeah. Well, we, we, we met ages ago. I could see that you were young and hungry and wanted to go at a thousand miles an hour, had loads of ideas, wanted to take over the world. Had a slight ego issue. Um, probably you still have. Probably, probably still probably needed calming down a little bit. Um, and I liked you from the moment I met you. I just thought, I really like this guy and I, th I think I can help him. As opposed to, you know, I've been in other situations where people have asked me to help with other things and I've gone along and I've thought, I'm not sure that's a genuine you're that genuine or I'm not sure about your business I'm not sure that the, the, the ethics of it are right and there was just something that just didn't feel right so that so that, that there's a chemistry thing as well okay um, and what do, for, for those anyone listening right now who's thinking about it and uh, but not quite sure how to go about it or what what the relationship looks like what what does it what does a typical good typical CEO, business owner, entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it, and business mentor relationship look like? Talking about, you know, how often should they spend time together? Yeah, What's yeah. It should be, it, well, they should be, we should probably meet up once a month for an hour, probably no more than an hour, um, and always be available on um, for a call. So in other words, if it's in the middle of the night when, you know, or if it's when you're on holiday or if it's just something that's happened that particular day at work, that you can something you can pick up the phone and have a, have a conversation with. Let you, the let that individual let steam off on the call probably initially, <laughs> calm them down, and then have a have a have a sensible conversation about how or what we should do in terms of whatever the issue is and how we could potentially move it move it forwards for the best of for for everybody. I think you just got to always be there, but not always be there if you know what I mean. You're always there when you're needed, but you're not there for the majority of the time because it's. It's somebody else's train set. And where would people find a business mentor? Where's a good place to, to look, search? Do we do we have any? I mean, there's no magic bullet for no, that. There's no, there's no magic bullet. I mean, if, in, in certain in, in certain certain industries, there, there are people probably that, that, that you respect that you could maybe approach. Um, they don't have to necessarily be in the same industry as you. They can be in a different industry, to be fair. Um, and, and you can use some of the social channels like LinkedIn, but because you, you'll probably see there's a lot of people that you're linked in with who do a lot of posting and you think, you know, they look quite interesting. I think, um, I think, yeah, I, th I think probably LinkedIn's probably a good thing, but um, yeah, LinkedIn. Um, so the next episode uh, of this podcast, I'm going to ask you to unleash <laughs> and give me three things that, that I need to, to improve on only three, Danny? Well, we can, if there's more, there's more. I wouldn't expect there's any more than five. Probably a lot more. Um, but so we're going to do that in, in the next episode. And it's going to be really interesting because I, for those listening, I've not, this isn't script. I've not told John what to say. And John's not told me what he's going to say. But I've just said for the sake of what I'm trying to achieve on this content, it's to be brutally honest. Um, he's looking quite menacingly at the minute at me. No, so no, no. <laughs> um, so to, to wrap this one up then, the, so the biggest takeaway for me here is that you, you need help um, and, and not just from family and friends, but from someone who's uh, been through the ups and downs and th that you're experiencing in business. It's literally like having your own therapist as we touched on earlier. And um, you do need that, I believe in business. 
You also need to be self-aware enough to know that you don't know everything and you must keep learning and developing. And that means surrounding yourself with people who are way more experienced and skilled than you are. And more importantly, listening. I think that's the key thing. Right, don't miss the next episode as John shares three things that I could, probably more, uh, that I could and should improve on to become a better CEO in the business. Thank you so much for investing your time in this episode of the Diary of an Entrepreneur podcast. And if you like what you heard, do subscribe to receive notifications of future episodes. For more content on growing a business head over to dannylacy.business where you'll find video audio blogs events and much much more thanks again for listening and join me on the next episode of the diary of an entrepreneur 